0: Race for winnings. Your weekly stop for all things wagering on the NFL. An iHeartRadio podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. It's December now.
1: This is when we start to turn it up. We just find ways to win these games.
0: That's all there is to say about it.
2: Yeah, that's right. You heard the man. The time. And the NFL regular season is coming to a close. This is our time. Well, that was Joe Barrow and I am Sean Brace and welcome into my show Brace for Winnings. It's a weekly podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook and while there are plenty of podcasts to choose from, I just want to say thank you for pressing play on my show. Now, I have you for the next eight weeks on Brace for Winnings and that means the final four regular season weeks and then the NFL playoffs all the way through the Super Bowl in Arizona. Who will be there? Well, that list says seven teams and who I think can win it all. Putting that to the side for now, I would like to tell you who I am and also what you will get out of listening to each week's episode right here on Brace for Winnings. First up, my name is Sean Brace and I am the afternoon drive host on Fox Sports the Gambler in Philadelphia. The name of my show is The Daily Ticket, where the tagline that we abide by is, if you can wager on it, we're talking about it. Yeah, we really took that to heart over the pandemic with the breaking down of Russian table tennis and of course, Korean baseball. We were all in the same boat, right? Fun times. Now, I've been a sports talk radio host since 2004 and haven't looked back since. Radio is a passion. And now, fast forward to present day, I'm thankful that my other passion was able to join forces like Voltron. Of course, that's sports gambling. Being in Pennsylvania, we were one of the first states to legalize wagering on games. And I was able to get through to the fine folks over at iHeartRadio that Philly needed a sports station that focused on all things sports gambling. And after a few years of begging and pleading and kicking on the right doors, we went live in 2019 and haven't looked back since. From the beginning, I was able to create a partnership with DraftKings Sportsbook and can't thank them enough for believing in my vision and giving us the chance to create this podcast that will be nothing but wagering on the NFL. Let's go. Now, what I want every listener to experience during an episode, entertainment. That, for starters, is number one. You're giving me 40 minutes of your day. You will be entertained. That I know. Number two, knowledge. My co-host, JJ, and I will bring you all the trends of substance. None of that nonsense. When we're talking about teams from 10 years ago, we're talking about trends of substance. We will hit on our weekly same-game parlay strategies. And, of course, we all want to find those winning wagers. And finally, putting everything together and bringing you a great listen from start to finish. Each week, will be filled with new segments, fresh games to break down, and hopefully, one more time for the people in the back, winning wagers. All right, so let's not waste any more time. Episode one of Brace for Winnings starts right now. But we are here with our friends from DraftKings Sportsbook. And the promo code, ladies and gentlemen, please is winnings. That's right. Winnings. That's what I want you to use when you sign up over at DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, listen up. $5 will get you 150 That's right. DraftKings is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And it's the sportsbook I go to when betting on on the NFL. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's this week. Let's go. Also, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. So don't look at any other book. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code WINNINGS. WINNINGS. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Once again, That's code WINNINGS, and it's only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Now the disclaimer, 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. Bonus issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. After required. 10 plus leg required for 100% boost. Deposit parlay at wagering. Restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms at Sportsbook.DraftKings.com slash terms. You ready to go? I know I am. Now that we got that out of the way, enjoy the
0: show. Let's go. Three questions from the NFL week that was.
2: All right, I have JJ with me. And to open up this episode of Brace for Winnings, I want to start with three questions from week 14. First question, simple one is brock purdy a good option for the 49ers moving forward can he keep this team in the super bowl conversation come january jj now remember niners after that win that they just had over the bucks where they stomped them they have won six consecutive games longest win streak in the nfl they can clinch a title against the seahawks on thursday night devo samuel tough loss but that defense is an absolute juggernaut Question is, can Brock Purdy keep
1: this team in the hunt for a Super Bowl championship. Well, they're going to be the one team that can stay alive in that conversation because right now it's the Eagles above everybody else. But Brock Purdy, if he played the way he did against Tampa Bay, that looked great. That looked like a team because of all of talent around him that can win the NFC. The problem is, though, they haven't been on the road yet. This is kind of an incomplete grade. And also, he's not going to have Debo Samuel for it looks like a few weeks. So we're really going to see him sort of put under pressure, I would say, for the first time. And does he crumble under that pressure? I had seven
2: teams two weeks ago that could win the Super Bowl. But I'm not ready to take them off just because Purdy's going to be the quarterback. I'm not. So I think
1: I'm staying with seven. Now it's I'm be- willing to. They have to, he, Brock Purdy has to to get better or work him, work his way, get the confidence to put, Fair. put them into that This will be a huge step for them.
2: I think that they can get it done. That game is coming up in our six pack of picks where we talk about all the primetime action coming your way. But Purdy was pretty good. Sorry. It was. Tempo. I had to. It was the 16 Buccaneers. 16-24, 185, two touchdowns, no sacks, no picks. He did, however, suffer that oblique strain. He'll be ready to go for the Seahawks come Thursday night. We'll have more to say about that as I said coming up in our six-pack picks segment number two can the vikings win a tough row game that was the question leading into last week of course we all saw this one coming to detroit lions were the play last week at home versus the vikings now the contrarian in me jj i was wondering if the Vikings could spoil the fun for all of the lions backers because it felt like every sports gambler out there had money on the Detroit Lions, but Dan Campbell got to give him credit, man. He's got them biting kneecaps and winning games. Listen to this five out of their last six, straight up. The only one that they did lose was that tough game on Thanksgiving against Buffalo. ATS, man, six and oh in their last six. They're now nine, three and one against the spread this season. JJ, do we get our answer as far as the Vikings? Not a good football team.
1: No, I don't think so. And a lot of the metrics have been saying that they're 27th in pass DVOA on defense, 22nd overall in DVOA in defense, offense, 18th total DVOA. The summary is, and we've been saying this for a while, that they're just not good. Every game just feels like an uphill battle for them, especially when they go up against a team like Detroit that can throw the ball. You got DJ Chark, Jamison Williams back, Amon Ross St. Brown, Jared Goff's been humming. That passing game has been very good, and that's the best way to beat Minnesota. The Eagles pretty much exposed that early on in the season and teams have continued to expose that. It just feels like an uphill battle because they're going to give up a lot of points, going to give up a lot of yards. Teams are going to get big plays in the passing game, and it's really up to Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins to kind of climb their way out of it. Yeah, look, Minnesota, we
2: know who they are. That's a team that you just can't trust. Come prime time, of course, with Kirk Cousins and the curse that he's been dealing with. Look, I love Justin Jefferson. He might set single-season record for receiving yards, which is incredible, but at the end of the day, It's just lacking. It's just something lacking about this Vikings team. They don't do
1: anything particularly well.
2: Another game that we'll be discussing coming up in our six-pack of picks because they are playing on Saturday. I love this. We got NFL action on a Saturday all day, in fact. Three games. Vikings hosting the Colts. Four-point favorites on DraftKings Sportsbook. We'll have more on that coming up. Next question, third and final from week 14. And this was a good one because Sunday Night Football was supposed to be this firework display out there at SoFi lacked in that department. Chargers though came away with a huge victory over the Miami Dolphins. My question heading into last week about the Chargers was, can this team have a realistic opportunity to clinch one of those final wild card spots in the AFC? After that win, tell you what, JJ, they set themselves up nicely there. Easy schedule coming down the stretch. We'll talk more about who they got coming up on the horizon but just wanted something more from this Chargers team. I'm not trying to make excuses. Injuries have plagued them all season long. Huge, huge injuries to Mike Williams, of course, Keenan Allen. You get Allen back, you get your your go-to guy, and you see the difference with Justin Herbert. But 367 passing
1: yards in that game, they only scored 23 points. They were 2 of 6 in the red zone. Just, again... Missing something because you have a big armed quarterback, maybe one of the most talented quarterbacks in the league right now, not many ahead of him when I in terms of physical talent. And of course, he puts it to good use as a very smart quarterback but they don't have explosive plays. They aren't this big down-the-field passing game. It's something they've been lacking. His rookie year, they had that. They were going down the field. They just don't have that speed anymore, and that's always going to be a lacking part of their game, and I think that's a good example of it. As you just said in that game, 23 points, he had 300 yards. The problem is they're all just methodically down the field, very slow drives, long drives, because they just can't get the explosive plays they only get big plays out of Justin Herbert but it's not good enough with the receivers that he has Mike Williams I like him Keenan Allen I like him they need speed they don't have it but Justin Herbert is playing well enough to keep them in this conversation and their defense, I'll give them credit. They had a good game plan against Miami and I don't think their secondary is horrible. I'm not going to call them one of the best in the league. They're not the Eagles, they're not the Jets, but I think their secondary holds up well enough. Yes, their rush defense is one of the worst in the league. They give up over 140 yards per game on the ground. But as long as they can stick together in that secondary, hold that part of their game together, they're going to be close enough in these games for Herbert to win them that. And I think he's playing well enough that he can do it. And I think he did it in the Miami game.
2: I'll tell you what came away. Wondering more about the Miami Dolphins than the LA That's Chargers. Sure. That absolutely. is absolutely 100% correct. All right, coming up next for the LA Chargers, they are hosting the Tennessee Titans and on DraftKings Sportsbook, Chargers' three point home favorite. All right, let's get to it. Six pack of picks
0: time. Brace and JJ crack open a sixer this week. Six games, six plays, six pack of picks. All
2: right, you heard the man. Six pack of picks time. Yeah, let's go. On this Brace for Winnings podcast, here's what I can guarantee you, folks. We're going to pick all the big games. And, of course, prime time games as well. I feel like there's a lot of people that like to cop out when it comes to primetime action. JJ, everybody wagers on the primetime games. So on Brace for Winnings, you can guarantee that we will be discussing every primetime matchup. Now this week, really interesting because we have three games on Saturday. Those are all primetime games in our eyes, so we're going to hit on all three of those. So therefore, we have six games to discuss with
1: you. Get it? Six pack of picks time you ready to go jj i'm ready to go maybe a six pack on a saturday too for those games sounds pretty good doesn't it yes yeah, it right. does
2: hopefully after getting a victory in the thursday night game <laughs> is where we're going to open up here 49ers on the road at seattle huge game for both teams why is that well the 49ers who have won six consecutive games, the longest win streak in the NFL at this point in time, can clinch the division title with the victory against the second-place Seattle Seahawks. Of course, the Seahawks are in the running for one of those wild-card spots, but as of late, going the other way. They've blown a two-game division lead by losing three of their last four games. They dropped their past two home games. Man, 40-34 to Vegas and OT and 30-24 to twenty four last Sunday to the Carolina Panthers. My play on this one, JJ, here's what the numbers are on DraftKings Sportsbook. 49ers, three and a half point favorites. Thursday night football total coming in at 43. My play is simple. I'm going to go with the 49ers on the road. Now, there are a few things working against me when it comes to the trends. I'll get into those in just a second, but here's where I stand. Seahawks, they're giving up 200 plus rushing yards in their last four games. What did the 49ers do really well, JJ?
1: They run the ball very well. That's right.
2: Including 209 yards last week against Tampa Bay Bucks, who have a pretty good defense. Seahawks have allowed seven touchdowns by running backs in the last five games. These two teams met up earlier this year in week two. That's when Trey Lance got hurt. Dare I say, saved the season for the 49ers. Ooh, that's a fiery take right there. They beat them down by a score of 27-7. to All I know is this. Geno Smith played really well to start the season. It's wearing off. This is a team that can't run the football right now. Kenneth Walker, dealing with a little bit of an injury. Will he be playing tonight? We'll find out. Travis Homer, he rushed nine times for 26 yards. Enough of that. Give me this vaunted 49er defense on the road. And Purdy's been a Pretty good option at the quarterback spot for them this last two weeks. I'm going with the Niners minus three and a half.
1: Yeah. I have an interesting matchup here between Kenneth Walker, who is turning out to be a great pick for them. I know they had Rashad Penny. He's out though for the season. Kenneth Walker's come in from Michigan State, and he's been excellent for them. 49ers though, top rush defense in the league and the the variable here is what does Brock Purdy look like because not only do we have a short week but we also have Debo Samuel out for this game and actually out for a few weeks because of a high ankle sprain I don't know how this I, Niners offense is going to look because Brock Purdy's been great in the first two games but relatively I have to say easy spots but Miami not the best secondary and they're at home Tampa Bay they're not really a great team right now they're floundering but that game also at home this is on the road division opponent seattle desperately needs to win to keep their wild card hopes but i think because it's going to be so tight i think because the niners defense matches up with the seattle offense well and brock purdy short week rookie quarterback first game on the road division game let me just take the under on this one no points really dirty kind of divisional game so i'm gonna take the under 43 and a half
2: don't hate it don't hate it at all we'll see what happens on thursday night football next All right, game two, Colts and Vikings. This opens up shop for us on Saturday afternoon, one PM. Vikings four point home favorites on DraftKings Sportsbook with a total of forty eight. Now, one of the major talking points heading into week fourteen, and we hit it in our three questions, was about the Vikings and the Detroit Lions, right? And was whether or not we're gonna see the Vikings, who were underdogs, to a five and seven Lions team, whether or not they can roll into Detroit and come away with that victory. Well, the numbers did not lie. Minnesota never led in that game and, of course, lost 34-23 to to the Detroit Lions. Now returning home, of course, where they play much better. This is a team that can throw the football in a nice controlled environment, although it was indoors, but still you're playing on the road against Detroit and a team that had it rolling. <laughs> Man, the Colts are a really bad football team. My play is simple here. I'm taking the home favorite. Give me the Vikings minus four in a spot that they got to find that magic And come away with the victory over against a team. Might be the worst team in the league, to be honest with you.
1: I don't know about the worst. When Houston exists. And they played, and what happened? (laughs) Did Houston win that one? No, they played to a tie. Oh, the tie! That was the tie. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I think this matchup isn't good for Indianapolis. I don't know if there's any matchup that is. But the one way to beat Minnesota that we've seen in the last two losses, you can throw on this team. Dallas was able to do it, and also in their last game as well. Uh, Even New England was able to do it, but of course we saw Detroit and Jared Goff have a huge game against them. Thing is... Indianapolis can't do that. They're one of the worst passing offenses in the league. It's gotten even worse with Jeff Saturday. They've been barely able to crack 20 points in the last three games. The last time they did it was against the Raiders November 13th. If they can't crack 20 points, they're not going to cover the four. Now the Colts defense has done sort of well against the pass. Okay against the run, but this defense has gotten significantly worse over time. The whole Jeff Saturday thing start to wear off pretty quick there for Indianapolis. They've been horrible the last two games 54 to 19 loss to Dallas I think it's not going to be similar to that but I think we could see Minnesota run away with this one it's just not a good matchup Indianapolis doesn't have the passing offense necessary to take advantage of the really one big weakness Minnesota has and that's their secondary Give me Minnesota laying the four.
2: Only thing working in favor for the Indianapolis Colts is they had last week off, and that was a good thing after the embarrassment that they suffered at the hands of the Dallas Cowboys. Does that help,
1: though? You just get to sit there in the bye week and think about 54 points that you just gave up.
2: Well, all I know is we get to play this sound. You get a touchdown! You get a touchdown! Everybody! That's a touchdown. Nothing better than that call right there. Everybody gets a touchdown in the fourth quarter of that game against the Dallas Cowboys. The Colts are the second to last in the NFL when it comes to scoring 16.1 points per game. The worst in the league when it comes to turnover differential at minus 14. Matt Ryan leading the league in interceptions and fumbles. That's not what you want to see from your quarterback. Give me the Vikings. Staying with Saturday, game number two for the afternoon, 4.30 kickoff. DraftKings Sportsbook showing the Ravens and Browns here. Browns listed as a three-point home favorite. Total coming in at 37. I'm circling that total. I'll get back to that uh, reason in just a second. John Harbaugh, pretty good against the Browns in his career with the Ravens. 24-5, of course, has had a really good quarterback. Most of those starts, right? Nick Chubb, though, hasn't exactly been all that good against the Baltimore Ravens. So, John Harbaugh, maybe have something? Up his sleeve last week, 34 yards on 14 attempts against the Bengals. Not exactly the best outing for Nick Chubb. So, this week, will we see something different? I don't think so. I really don't. I think this is gonna be a low scoring game, JJ. So, for me, I'm gonna go on the under 37. Look, 37 was the lowest number last week, and the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens went under the total last week. I think we're gonna have a similar outcome here. And oh, by the way, weather. Cleveland, yeah, snow showers coming your way on Saturday afternoon. So give me the under 37 here.
1: Yeah, looking like a defensive battle. Now Baltimore's defense has come alive here in the second half of the season. Uh, the only game that's really been a misstep was Jacksonville, and that's because Trevor Lawrence was a generational talent in that game and looked like it. But Sean Watson hasn't looked like that necessarily, former Clemson product as well. The Cleveland Browns have only scored one offensive touchdown in the last two weeks. That's not going to get it done here against this Baltimore defense. Baltimore, one of the best rushing defenses in the NFL, only giving up 81.2 yards per game. You just mentioned the Nick Chubb struggles. So I I think Baltimore is going to match up really well defensively, but it's going to be a low scoring game. As we have seen throughout this season when Lamar was healthy and playing, and now with Tyler Huntley, Lamar is the offense. They don't have anybody else on offense other than maybe J.K. Dobbins now who is getting healthy that can really push this offense forward because they just don't have enough talent. And Tyler Huntley, although he may be a better pure passer to some, He's not a better passer than Lamar, not a better player than Lamar. This is going to be low scoring, but because of Baltimore's defense and because of the matchup, I'm just going to take Baltimore getting the three points. I think they win this game. I think if it's going to be a low scoring game, it's going to be a tight one. So give me the three. But also, I'm kind of with the teaser too. If you want to take Baltimore getting nine and get the under up to 43, I'm also okay with that minus 120 over on DraftKings.
2: Yeah, I don't hate that at all. Again, you're really just betting against Deshaun Watson at this point in time if you're going to take the Ravens, right? I mean, that's all there is to it. 26-42 to last week, 276 touchdown and a pick. He's definitely breaking out of his shell, but I don't expect him again in those conditions against that tough Baltimore Ravens defense to be lighting the world on fire on Saturday. So I'm going to go to the under on 37, as I said. Next! All right, I think the game of the NFL Week 15 slate, that's for sure. And it's Saturday night, JJ. They saved the best for last. Once again, all three games on Saturday can be found on the NFL Network. The Miami Dolphins, who I feel like are in trouble if they don't find a way to win this game in Buffalo on Saturday night taking on the Bills. DraftKings has them listed as a touchdown favorite over the Dolphins at home with the total set at 42. Last week, the Bills and Jets stayed under the total of 44, a final score 20-12. to I was on the under there. Of course, quick math, that's 32 total points. Tough conditions. I think they're going to be even tougher come Saturday night. This is a Miami team, J.J., that can't get it going on offense these last two weeks. And the main reason why, the quarterback, Tua, he's not setting his feet. He's struggling to find the mark. This is a guy, the accuracy was off the charts to start the season, playing in those warm conditions down in Miami. It's not going to be the case in Buffalo. In fact, they're calling for 80% chance of snow. I'm going to take the under 42 on Saturday night.
1: Not the prettiest games, but
2: it doesn't matter as long as we get that green check mark on DraftKings Sportsbook.
1: Yeah, and of course, it's going to be the thing about this handicap going into it is how is Tua going to play in the cold? Well, Mike McDaniel on Wednesday in practice was rocking a I wish it were colder t-shirt. Yeah, I don't know if you want to wish for that Mike McDaniel. Be careful what you wish for, as they say. The problem is though, while Miami has their problems, it may not be as prominent for Buffalo I just, I don't feel like they're really putting it all together as a team with their expectations should be. And I think the last game we've seen from them with a team that's similar to Miami, I think the Detroit Lions, not a great secondary, really good passing game, uh, 28-25 to game. It was really close. Uh, These two teams, Miami obviously won the first matchup earlier in the season. That was obviously earlier in the season, and it was in Miami. It's a tough game to bet, not knowing this Dolphins offense, what they're going to look like, because I feel like Mike McDaniel's kind of gotten figured out in the last two weeks. It's not really been a two-a thing. To me, it's a McDaniel offense thing. Seven points is a lot. Just give me the seven in a cold game, in a weird game, in a division game, just Give me the seven in that circumstance. I don't hate it,
2: but I also want to come back at you and say, look, Buffalo hasn't been pretty, but they've won four straight. And even better for my sake as far as... They haven't
1: covered in four straight.
2: hey, you know, you're right. Good teams win, great teams cover. You're right about that. All I know, Saturday night in those conditions, give me the under 42 on DraftKings Sportsbook. Next! To Sunday night we go. Sunday night football. And this is a monster game for the NFC wildcard standings. Will we have another tie? Man, I hope not. It's the Giants and Commanders, and this is taking place in D.C. Right now, DraftKings has the Commanders listed as a four and a half point favorite, with the total coming in at 40 and a half. As I just said, they just played to a 20 all tie two weeks ago at MetLife. New York began the season six and one. Remember that? Everything was all sunshine and rainbows with the Giants. They are now one, four, and one, and they haven't won a game in four weeks. While in D.C., Quite the opposite end of the spectrum, my friend. They are on a 6-1-1 run and, of course, coming off of their bye week. Four and a half is one too many that I want to lay here, but it's a spot that I look to DC to continue to find their ways to win. Again, their offense isn't all that flashy, but it's really, really streaky. And what I mean by that is got a lot of motions and misdirections, and it really impressed me when they handed the Eagles their only defeat. Of course, I was at the link, did not like seeing the final score, but I came away impressed by that D.C. offense. No surprise that they've turned their season around. I'll give the 4.5 at home, taking on the New York Football Giants.
1: Yeah, Washington's offense hasn't been anything great even doing. They haven't lost really since week nine. Giants haven't won since week 10. So Washington's obviously going in a better direction. But it's not like Washington's lighting the world on fire offensively, but... They have really good playmakers in the outside. Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson who's continuing to play more as he gets healthier and also scary Terry McLaurin. So it's not really about Taylor Heineke more than it is. They have playmakers and they have the ability to break plays wide open. The Giants just don't have that if they can't run the ball. Saquon Barkley is fifth last time I checked in explosive plays with 26. The Giants offense ranks dead last in explosive plays passing the ball. Their passing offense just doesn't move so they have to manufacture these drives but they haven't been able to do that as much lately and their defense is giving up a lot of points and I think Washington was starting to make their way into that Giants defense and getting better as the game went along they outgained the Giants by 100 yards on offense they had more possession time and more first downs Washington really was better than the Giants in that game I'm actually okay with laying the four-and-a-half with Washington at home. I think they win the game, and I do think they beat the Giants. Again, more of the issues really come on just the Giants side. I just I think they have problems scoring in this one against Washington, so I'll lay the four-and-a-half.
2: Yeah, I just cannot lay any more money on Daniel Jones than I already have this season. So I'm passing on the New York Giants. Give me the Commanders at home. And finally, let's go Monday Night Football. All right, JJ, and to the sixth and final play this week embrace for Winnings. This Monday night game is a matchup you must have action on to make it worth your while. It's the Rams on the road at the Green Bay Packers. Go Pack Go on DraftKings Sportsbook are a touchdown favorite. And it's no surprise because we know about the struggles the Rams have experienced as of late. Total coming in at 39 and a half. Now, here's what I know. It was a nice, wonderful moment for Baker Mayfield and the L.A. Rams. But the Raiders should have walked home after allowing Baker Mayfield to score on two straight drives, one that started at the two-yard line, 98 yards right down the field to score the game winner. Like I said, it was a beautiful moment for Baker Mayfield, but come on, man. Came away embarrassed for the Las Vegas Raiders. The Rams have been atrocious, and they were for the 55 minutes in that game against the Raiders. Now... I think we see a solid Aaron Rodgers performance. Be sure to get the Christian Watson. Three touchdown tickets. Yeah, you heard that right. Three touchdown tickets on DraftKings Sportsbook. That kid is a rock star. All late to seven, Packers in a route on Monday Night Football.
1: I think it could be a route as well. And a lot of that reason is. Baker Mayfield's the quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams. Great oh. moment. It was fun. He only had two days maybe to prepare for that Raiders game. It was awesome for him. Really happy for Baker. But let's be real. This offense has a lot of issues, and Baker Mayfield is not going to fix very many of them. One of their biggest issues is they can't run the ball. Sean, what's the game plan to beat the Packers? Run on that defense. It's one of the worst rushing defenses in the league. To give up 155 yards rushing per game. Rams can't do that. They can only throw. Baker Mayfield's not going to be able to beat this Packers team doing that. Also, it's the emergence of Christian Watson. He's kind of become this cheat code or at least this explosive player for the offense that Green Bay just didn't have now that they don't have Devontae Adams, who's in the Raiders, who lost to the Rams. But Christian Watson's looking very good. I don't know what Aaron Rodgers is going to look like. The thumb injury doesn't seem great. He doesn't seem 100% healthy, but the matchup I think really lends itself to Green Bay at home, 3-3 three and three this season at home. Uh, they have five wins in the season, three of them coming in Lambeau Field. The Rams 1-4 on the road, so only one of their four wins coming on the road. Lambeau Field still not a fun place to play. Give me Green Bay in this one. I think Christian Watson has another big game, but also Rams offense just kind of falls apart here. I think they barely get 10-13 points in this one.
2: how the mighty have fallen. It has been really something to see, the struggles that the L.A. Rams have experienced this year. It's been a long time since we've seen a Super Bowl champion finish the following season with a losing record. a matter of fact, I think it was 1998, the Denver Broncos were the last team to do it. I definitely remember that team. Congratulations, L.A. Rams. Nice work on history there. Good luck on Monday night at Green Bay. Give me the pack
0: time to get in the lab and create a monster. So fire up DraftKings Sportsbook and let's build a winner. Same game parlay strategy right here on Brace for Winnings.
2: uh, Yes, it's alive. All right, we're in the lab right now and it's time. You just heard it. (laughs) To build a same-game parlay with our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook, folks, make sure you use winnings as the promo code. All right, first and foremost, I'm going to go with the Thursday night football game, JJ. Now, I think the proper approach for anybody out there is to find that game that you feel like you're going to see an abundance of scoring. Now, last week, we got it right with the Lions and Vikings. This week, I think there's a few games out there that are speaking to me, but right now, I'm in the lab I'm thinking to myself, what is the one team that's going to punish their opponent? (laughs) Thursday night football, JJ. It's speaking to me. The 49ers, they're alive. And I think they go on the road to Seattle and stomp Geno Smith and make Pete Carroll wish that he stayed at USC all those years back. That's the type of beatdown that I think takes place a Thursday Night Football. So here's what I got for you. Three legs, Christian McCaffrey. He's going to get the rock a ton. He's been scoring a lot of points. I mean, are you talking about a mad scientist with Kyle Shanahan? And you're giving him one of the best weapons in the game. Christian McCaffrey. I got him scoring at an any time touchdown. Next leg, 18 and a half. It's speaking to me. No, that's not the 49ers. Point total going over. (laughs) Defense. I'm looking at the Niners. They keep the Seahawks under 18 and a half. And then finally, to wake this monster up and cash in with plus 450. We're going over two-and-a-half touchdowns for the San Francisco 49ers. That's three legs on DraftKings Sportsbook. Same game parlay right here on Brace for Winnings. For a grand total of plus 450, it's a
1: lie! Go. Let me tell you about the tale of the monster of Jalen Hurts and this Eagles offense They are going up against the worst-rated pass defense, a nightmare in itself in the Chicago Bears. Give me Jalen Hurts on the first leg, 225-plus for Jalen Hurts. Give me the over on that. The problem is for the Eagles' defense, they're a little bit slow. They like to play back. They don't blitz a lot. They're going to be open running lanes for said – Justin Fields over 64 and a half rushing yards for him and the Philadelphia Eagles in their last three games over 30 points in two of those games over 40 points I'm just going to stick with the over 30 it's the worst defense in the league Eagles the best offense in the league over 29 and a half points for the Eagles and you know what why not just tag along there the Eagles money line as well for a four-leg parlay that totals at plus 425. How about that?
2: That sounds like two same-game parlay winners to me. JJ's going with the birds to cash in on a big day in Chicago. Me, we're heading to the Pacific Northwest, Thursday night football. No matter what, nobody does same-game parlays like DraftKings Sportsbook. Be sure to use promo code WINNINGS, and let's wake that monster up It's alive.
0: Brace for winnings. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook.
2: All right, JJ, and it is now time for Chart Darts. And what we do here is we recap all of our plays and on top of that.
1: Just trying to put them on the board, Sean, Brace. That's what you're trying to do. Just trying to get them on the board. That's it. I saw you doing the
2: hand gesture. The the chart. I'm I'm throwing the dart. You're throwing the dart. At the chart. At the chart. And hopefully one or two or three or four or five or
1: six will Some stick. might be off the board. Some might not stick even on the wall. We're going to get some on the board, though, Sean Brace. I'm
2: feeling some bullseyes. Let's go. Here are my plays, first of all, with the six-pack of picks. Of course, all the primetime games coming your way. I'm going with the 49ers minus the three and a half on the road at Seattle on Thursday night football. Vikings to open up on Saturday afternoon at home against the Colts. I'm taking the under 37 Browns and Ravens. I think nasty conditions in Cleveland during Saturday afternoon. And then at the nightcap Saturday night buffalo and miami game being played in buffalo i believe the nasty conditions will roll on 80 percent chance of snow showers there give me the under 43 and a half on that one as well to sunday night football yeah we're gonna hold our nose on this one dc the commanders minus four and a half against the giants and then on monday night football go pack go i think it's gonna be a route i think it's going to be an easy one give me the packers minus the seven i know i know four favorites and two unders But we'll see. It's the end of the season. Will the real team stand
1: up? We shall find out. JJ, your plays are? I'm taking the under in a divisional matchup here between San Francisco and Seattle. Brock Purdy playing well. How does he do on the road without his best receiver in a tough division game? Seattle's desperate four-win defense, not good. So, taking an under with their defense, I get it. But it's a rookie quarterback on the road, under 43.5. Minnesota laying the four over Indy. I'm taking Minnesota. Teaser in the Baltimore game against Cleveland. Baltimore Ooh. plus nine and the under 43. That's a minus 120 over on DraftKings Sportsbook. Miami plus seven. Washington laying four and a half. Green Bay laying seven. And a bonus one, Sean Brace. Oh, that's I not know. all the new york jets detroit what? lions in a letdown spot they have a great passing offense but what happens when you meet a great pass defense sauce gardner reed have been way too good this season i think they're a great matchup in a great spot against detroit you're giving me a pick that's overrating detroit just a bit too much i love the jets dan campbell's got the detroit lions biting kneecaps and winning games. how dare you take the jets
2: anyways we shall see how that one plays out Once again, like a heater hanging out of Jim Ursay's mouth, smoking. Everyone, be sure to fire up DraftKings Sportsbook and use promo code WINNINGS to let them know that you're listening to us on Brace for Winnings. Once again, if you like what you're hearing, JJ and I can both be found on Fox Sports Radio, The Gambler in Philly, also available on the iHeartRadio app. We go live at 3 p.m. Monday through Friday, and be sure to subscribe and download so you don't miss a single of Brace for Winnings episode moving forward. Everyone, good luck on all of your plays.
0: Let's get that money! Brace for Winnings, your weekly stop for all things wagering on the NFL. An iHeartRadio podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook.